Good morning. Welcome to the Energy Works Radio Show. This is episode 51. Thanks, partner. So after having a discussion uh, with some friends about what might be a good topic for the for the um, radio show this week, um, it came up with gratitude and gratitude for our partners. So I thought that was a, a very good topic and I think often gratitude helps us to go a long way to help our relationships to be better. I think often we can be, you know, looking is the glass half full or is the glass half empty? And uh, my husband and I would often have this discussion, you know, and he he had a little poem that he would say. It was, um, two men looked out of the self-same bars, one saw mud and the other saw stars. And uh, I think when we were first married, I always saw the mud and he was a bit more positive. So sometimes I think we swap roles a little now. He's He might see the mud or he calls, he said it's um, cautiously optimistic is what he calls it. So sometimes I think, um, probably not a bad thing, but I think sometimes we have to be a little bit more optimistic and hopeful and also to be grateful for even the bad things because even from the bad things uh, come good. So let's uh, talk a little bit about relationships. Sometimes in the relationship we are giving and sometimes we are taking and there's kind of a balance. And often we like to be the giver and sometimes we don't want to be the taker and I think this happens more outside the family rather than inside the family. So when when it's inside the family, sometimes we want to be helped, but then we're not always good at communicating what it is that we want to be helped with. So what we want to have happen is that we are able to speak a little bit more clearly about what we really do want. I would hope today that we can um, clear some energy surrounding this, that we have the ability to say what we want we have the ability to listen to what the other person say and then we have the ability to be grateful for the good and the bad. For even from the difficulties comes strength and growth, although we may not like that because it can be painful. So we're going to start just talking a little bit about the seventh chakra. The seventh chakra is about being connected to God or the universe. So I think for, a, for us to have a really healthy and grateful relationship we do need to have that connection because that connection is almost like a third partner in our relationship. And if we can both have that connection, it helps us to be on the same page and going in the same direction and have the same good feeling or good spirit within our home. And I think what comes up here in the seventh chakra is seeing yourself as separate. And I know I do that a lot. And I think it's a way of... Um, you know, not allowing people into our heart or not allowing that connection with our partner to happen. So I think it's important for us to um, be a little bit more open and be a little bit more able to deal with the other person's emotions and our own emotions and a little bit more honesty. Now, sometimes that makes us be a little bit vulnerable and, yes, we probably can be hurt. But if we're getting better at practicing saying what we really feel and what we really want, then that makes it a little bit safer because we're going to say, well, actually, when you do that, I feel a bit annoyed or when you do that, I you know, want to cry. 
Alright, so sometimes too we see ourselves in terms of what we own. And so, you know, and I guess it falls into that same category of I love myself when, you know, I love myself when I have this or do that or, or am, you know, size eight or, you know, when I have $50,000 in the bank or whatever it is that you want. So it's important for us to see past these things. And I think what comes to mind here is, um, my father had, um, an injury. He was went body surfing and he hit his head on the bottom. And he, it caused this very slow bleed into his brain. And so in the beginning, he um, his hand started doing something. And this is probably a couple of months down the track. And then he would you would be talking to him and all of a sudden it's like someone wiped the blackboard clean. He couldn't remember a word that he was saying. And so we started to suspect there was something wrong and, you know, encouraging him to go to the doctor. But he was like, oh, no, I'll be right, I'll be right. So eventually he did go and they said, well, it was lucky because he had a huge collection of blood in his brain. And so they ended up having to operate on him and drill holes in, in his skull to be able to release the pressure. He, After the operation, he was a lot better and then the blood collected again. He had to be operated and then after that, he was unable to speak. And so it did make quite a difficult time because we had to run his business and his, all the information was in his head and he couldn't speak. So having that connection is very important in terms of um, keeping that communication line open and keeping that connection to God or universe or however you see it to help get us through these difficult times. So uh, along with this whole situation um, with my father went that we had to go and run his business and we had uh, three little kids and we didn't know what we were doing. And so, you know, we had to work together to be able to get through it. And, you know, a lot of our time and money and effort went into this difficult time. And uh, I, you know, still think about that time and think about how hard it was. But I also remember at that time we had some friends who lost a daughter and um, whenever I felt that my life was tough, I would rethink of that family and think, you know, yes, it might be hard, but you're, you know, you, everything really is in order and you'll get through this. And I think every difficult time like that brings growth and brings understanding. And if, you know, if you're in a partnership and you can allow, well, allow each other to be yourselves, then we can work together to make, to make any situation work. And some of the best growth, I think, actually happens um, while while we are going through uh, the most difficult times in our lives. And, um, you know, trying to keep that connection going is really important. And, you know, whether you pray and you meditate or you read scriptures or, you know, you read things that are uplifting or even listen to Charlie Summits or whatever you do, it's important to keep that connection going and it's almost like you've got to keep that third person in in your partnership to help keep the balance. And I know myself that there are times when I'm really cranky and angry and, and then I'm letting in the dark side and things don't go well. Uh, you know, the dark side, the, the telltale sign is contention. So when we're feeling contentious, we are letting in the dark side. So we we choose that. So it's important for us to decide, you know, whose side we're on. 
And if we really want to be in the partnership and to have gratitude, we need to choose light and so that we can actually see light and feel gratitude. All right, so if we're talking about gratitude now, there's a generational component here. Dad's dad and some stubbornness. Uh, vulnerability as well. And so we're being nipped or peeved. Yeah, and something in the timeline of that person at age five. And we'll just add in here an affirmation, it's safe to trust. And I no longer hold on to past grudges. And we go here into Dad's mum and a feeling of dread. And I think when we dread something, it's a fear of, you know, this worst thing happening. And I think we often cause the worst thing to happen by our dread. So, and sometimes I think we really have to sit down and take stock of, you know, what's the worst thing that can happen. And even though we wouldn't like it, could we handle it? And I think, yes, yeah, sometimes we can handle it. You know, we need to, um, need to, you know, keep looking at, you know, what is the worst thing and can I handle it? And yes, I can. It wouldn't be what I liked, but I could get through it. And I think the more that we can think about, yes, I could get through it, the less, um, anxiety we feel and the less worry we feel that you know we feel that we can cope and that we'll be supported in coping with anything now going into the sixth chakra here so the sixth chakra is about your you know questioning and intuition understanding perception inner vision wisdom imagination and also the need to prevent bad things happening now I think most mothers have this because we, you know, we want to keep our children safe and, you know, our finances safe and our home safe. And so we often have to think about what could happen. And, you know, it's good to have, you know, this awareness, but sometimes it, this awareness of what could happen takes away from our actually being present and enjoying life and enjoying our partner and enjoying our families or our businesses or even our friendships. And this is dad's stuff and anger um, and the anger is here is about the future and you know it's silly to be angry about the future isn't it because we don't know things could change in a moment so uh, we need to be just focused and enjoying the present moment so that we can take the best advantage of the present moment now this comes back to someone's birth and again being annoyed and it's sensitive to the father being annoyed and that goes back to his dad. And the feeling of impending doom. Whenever I hear that one, I always think of um coyote with a big rock above him about to fall on him. And, you know, often that's how we feel. We're just waiting for the bad things to happen. Uh, I grow in wisdom day by day. Um, let's just say here too, I forgive myself for past mistakes. I forgive my partner for his or her past mistakes. And this goes back to dad's dad. All right, now we're going into the aura for a moment here. And now we're going into vibration. So vibration is like, you know, how we operate. So I guess an example I can think of, some music we listen to is very uplifting. And uh, some music is degrading or, you know, lowers our vibration. So... Uh, 
I used to joke with some of my boys when they were teenagers, you know, when some horrible music would be on the radio in the car, and I would say to them, I bet you can't hold your arm up to that music. And they were big, strong boys, and um, they couldn't hold their arm up, so it was a little bit embarrassing. So same way, we can have a vibration too. And sometimes, you know, we can be on a high. We can feel really good and happy and joyful and appreciating life and everything and, you know, be full of gratitude. And I think gratitude is a high vibration. So when we're in a low vibration, you know, we need to do things to help us to get out of that low vibration. So some of the things that we might choose to do are, you know, listen to uplifting music, to read scriptures or read books that um, lift us and to make us be happy. And also to um, look at pictures or be involved with nature so that we can have that uplifting feeling. And even if we can't get out there in nature, you know, even if we look at pictures of nature and, uh, you know, you could smell um, oils or flowers or things that would also, you know, connect you to nature. So all these things we can use as tools to help raise our vibration so that we live at a higher level. Our biggest and best asset is our mind, but sometimes it can also be something that can let us down so sometimes the way we see things or the way our mind works can can be detrimental so again learning to have um, I'm going to call them triggers but we want triggers in a good way things that we we know that we can use when we start to feel you know the bad people creeping in on the stage of our mind we need to have a crook to pull them off the stage now whether that crooks the palm a song, piece of music, a picture, you know, a photo, anything that we need to keep by that we know will lift us. We need to have those things handy. And, you know, often a, a verse or a quote or a, a little poem that we have memorised is really important to keep in our back pocket because sometimes we're not at home and we won't have the option of using those things. So having this something in our back pocket to use as soon as we feel that we are going to go down the, the black hole of Calcutta and, and uh, not be in a high vibration anymore. It's almost like, you know, you want to keep a spare, you know, 10 or $20 in your purse in case of. Well, this is like you want to keep a spare, you know, poem, quote, scripture, bit of music on you at all times in case of emergency. And often we don't realise we're in an emergency until we're really quite low and quite dark. Alright, so let's, little affirmation here, it says, I am able to release the negative family patterns and replace them with positive encouraging ones. And I think that's a wonderful thing because sometimes our families, you know, were negative, you know, that uh, often our parents or our grandparents or our great-grandparents have been through wars and difficulties and the depression. And so, you know, often they have found it difficult to be able to, um, you know, be positive and uplifting because of the things that they've experienced. But we are not living in those times, so it's important for us to release those family patterns. Okay, and we're just going to reset the electrics. So it's like a fuse within our energy system. All right, so now we're going back into the third chakra. So the third chakra is about our power and feeling that we, you know, we have the power to, you know, do what we want to do, that we can take the action that we need. So sometimes the chakra is weakened by self-consciousness 
You know, we don't want to make ourselves look silly or make a mistake. But I, I like that about little kids when you can see that they're willing to have a go at something. It doesn't matter if they fall over or hurt themselves. They're still just going to have a go and keep doing it. So I think that's really important for us to almost take on that childlike approach to life that, you know, I'm going to have a go. Maybe I won't be able to do it, but if I, you know, if I don't have a go, I won't know. And, you know, I, I won't be the winner. I think every person that's accomplished something great in their life, they had to be a risk taker. And, you know, it is risky to do something different and something new. And yes, perhaps we could fail. But if we don't try, how confining is that? You know, it's almost like we've shut us, shut ourselves up in a box and we're not willing to go and live life and be who we're supposed to be. So I think we should all have, again, in our back pocket of things that we use, our code of daringness, you know, that we're going to stick on this coat when we're going to go and try new things. And we're going to have a go. And it doesn't matter. The coat will help protect us. It's a little bit rubberized. So if we fall, we'll bounce a little and not, you know, not feel like it's going to be all dangerous if we happen to fall. So this can also involve our pancreas. So our pancreas, of course, has many functions. It, it, um, makes enzymes to help digest our food. It makes insulin to help us to be able to use our, um, glucose and our, um, carbohydrates to be able to help our brain and our muscles to run. So it's, it's a very important organ. But sometimes uh, we can um, be wanting to control things that perhaps we shouldn't control, and this can affect the pancreas. And I guess that's kind of like trusting, you know, like if your, your pancreas has to trust that carbohydrates will be delivered so that your body can use those carbohydrates to break down into glucose and then, you know, help your muscles and your brain to run. So we have to be kind of like that, that we will trust that the nutrients that we need in life will come, the experiences will come, you know, the um, the resources will come, the people will come, the teacher will come when we're willing to learn and go forward. And I think the more that we can learn to live in faith and trust, the more these things will come readily. The hard part is they don't always come exactly in the timing that we like. It's usually the timing that's best for us, but it's not exactly what we may like. All right, so I choose goodness, light and love. I'm able to see past my weaknesses and allow them to become my strengths. This has got a generational component to it from mum's side. Mum's mum and feeling of anger. Anger towards others. And I think that's been quite a strong family pattern in our family too. Um, the tendency to get angry at a person or at a situation rather than, you know, looking at the situation and seeing how we can, you know, go around it, through it, under it, over it. Uh, just being angry, it actually impedes our growth and impedes our ability to deal with the situation. Um, let's just put in there, I'm okay without my anger. I'm safe without my anger. My family is safe without my anger. Okay, now something else in the sixth chakra here now, and it's a generational component. Dad's side, dad's mum. And the feeling of being contemplated or contemplating, you know, thinking, thinking, thinking. Um, Sometimes we think so much and we don't take action. So it's like good to think and to ponder about things, but we actually still have to get on with it and do the job. 
let's have an affirmation there. I no longer hesitate. I have the right amount of comp- of uh, confidence and caution. I am a healthy risk taker. Well, this goes back to mum. Okay, so they're strong now. That's good. Okay, so we have a, a question here um, that's uh, in the on the instant tele instant tele seminar, and um, what she says is, once we're married, we take for granted the huge commitment monogamy is for a male. And she said, to know that my husband is there, shoulder to shoulder with me, on the great days and the low energy days, is a huge blessing. We may do things a different way, in a different way to each other. We may have some funny fixed ideas about some subjects that we need to navigate around and manage our reactions to, but we have their care and concern. That holds strong. When our workloads are high or there is a big project on in the family, we can forget to show our appreciation of how much they support us and how much we need them to be there. As parents in particular, I see it as two railway tracks. Our family train runs smoothly when there are two tracks. When one of the tracks isn't there, the train stops moving forward. It can be that simple and easy when we're both bearing the load of the train. I have a deep appreciation of how valuable this monogamous commitment is to me. And that's wonderful, isn't it? So let's plug that in for each of us so we feel like we both have both railway tracks running so that the train can keep moving forward. Now that brings up some generational stuff now. Dad stuff, dad's dad, and the feeling of vulnerability. Uh, And what comes here is I'm safe with trust uh, and my family delivers. So I'm just going to do a couple of affirmations surrounding the family. We enjoy supporting and helping each other while remaining balanced and calm. So a bit more dad stuff. So back to the sixth chakra again. Generational again. Dad's. Dad's mum. And it's interesting to see, I think, when we do the generational work, who we get problems from or who we get weaknesses from and, you know, what we can do to um, yeah, to help rise above those family problems. And I'm sure, you know, our relatives that have been before us um, and even, you know, our unborn children, if we're still to have children, uh, are working to help us accomplish our purpose in life. I think we're never alone. We often feel that we're alone and that nobody's there for us. But we are so helped. And it's important for us, you know, to have that moment, to have gratitude for our current partner, for our families that have, um, you know, been in a partnership with us beforehand. And, you know, I'm sure we help them when they live and now they help us as we live. And, you know, we work together as a partnership. So we have so many people on our side that we are unaware of. And I think, you know, the more that we can open our minds to this possibility and listen to the promptings that come, the more healthy and vibrant our lives and our partnerships will be. Yeah, so let's add that as an affirmation. My partnership is healthy and vibrant. And we'll also put in there, and I feed it nourishing food. So it's wonderful to um, have this communication with people from the other side and to know that they love us and care for us and um, 
sometimes that that makes us feel quite teary when we were aware of that. And I know when I'm working with people that you can often feel the love of the person's uh, relatives of forebears that have gone before and they want to help that person and you can feel the love for that person as you clear energy around those things. So never doubt for one moment that you're alone. There are always people around you helping you and supporting you even though you can't see them. All right, so... That's good. So let's be grateful for our partners and express that gratitude, you know, to say thank you for the small things because that makes all the difference. Someone thanking us and us thanking others and even our children and our friends and our business people, our partners and people that work for us or with us, this gratitude goes a long way to help all those relationships to work better. And I... Uh, on that note, I wish you a, a great day. I, I hope you that I hope that you take time to smell the roses and to enjoy the beauty of life, the beauty of the people that you live with, your partner and your family and your business associates, and you know your friendships. Uh, you know, enjoy all the good things that we can see. Look for the good, and you will find it. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>